0: trying to smile through it. Me too. I'm having fun. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. From Pete and Levi, it's time for creative... Co- I don't know what I'm doing. It's
1: like... <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> God, No, no. The
0: look on your face, though. Because <laughs> you
1: chewing, know... Chewing gum while writing you helps you. You know. Chewing... <laughs> the next question is, Pete, what are we going to talk about today? I don't know. I like this. I like that we're just blazing.
0: I think blazing means something else.
1: No, it Stop it.
0: But and, but if it does, then yes on both counts. From Pete and Levi, it's time for Creative Combat, the podcast that has no sponsors because we're not
1: sellouts. I'm, I'm Pete. And I'm Levi. Pete, what are we going to talk about today? Today we're going to talk about selling out versus, wait, what was it? Selling out, shoot! Selling out versus art versus design. I guess. Cool. So, oh man, that was great. Um, So, what? A lot of times, as artists, as creatives, um, you we can we can hold on to the artistic value of something, Hmm. like we can clutch it to our chests and say no that's going to compromise my artistic integrity right and um and you know a classic thing is like selling out so when an artist starts getting paid for it they've sold out Mm -hmm. they've um compromised the the integrity of their art and now they're like green day for example green day rose up in the punk rock ranks, right? hmm They became really popular in the underground and, you know, somebody saw them and they snatched them up and they became paid music- musicians. Right. And I'm sure that, like, whatever the punk uh, culture, I'm sure that a lot of that stuff had to go away, but at the same time, like, they are, they are now making music, getting paid to do it, and it's like, what is that good? Is that bad? That's a great question.
0: And, and, you know, I think back to the episode that we had about, um, was it uh, benefactors or um, patrons, patrons, right? So a, a patron is someone that pays you for your art, right? Or rather, we defined it as someone who paid you for your lifestyle so that you could continue doing your art. And I think the difference between a having a patron and selling out is when you let someone else dictate to you what your art is about. Yeah. And, uh, and now they own, like they own the art.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's totally. So I feel like I have a company, it's a kid's app company, hard drive media, hard drive media. I'm just kidding. But, um, (laughs) but I, I really do feel like I could put together a pitch deck and I could fi- I could figure out how to productize and I could figure out how to pitch to investors and I could figure out how to raise enough money to yeah. get paid to make apps. Mm-hmm. You know, I really feel like with everything that's in my head and uh, if all of those things were to come out out of my head, it's enough work to be busy for five years. Right. And then who knows what else is going to happen along those five years. So I feel right, like right. It, it actually could be a viable company. But at the same time, uh, is it necessary? Is it necessary to to do that? Because um, I have everything I need to create that stuff. I don't need, the, the money would be basically to do it full time. So I'm, I personally am not willing to give up the idea, I I'm not willing to give up the control of the characters, the stories and all those things because I just don't think it's necessary at this point. Right. I feel like I could try. I could try to raise money and investors and stuff, but it's just not as interesting to me right now. It's not, and, and from my perspective, it's not necessarily like, would I sell out? You know, like, would I sell out? Would that be selling out? I don't think so, you know, at the same time. Because. Yeah, it's it's interesting.
0: I think there's so many different tiers. Of selling out and really selling (laughs) out is like. What is selling out? It's kind of subjective. Yeah. It's it's kind of like. So, Green Day, right? Right. Their fans would say that they sold out. Green Day would say, we made it.
1: Right. You know, like
0: Green Day was probably working towards something like that. And all the other bands that were started by fans of Green Day that criticized them for selling out, guess what their dream is? Is to make it big. Exactly. Like Green Day. You know, like. So. So I kind of feel like selling out is the um, it's like the cynics view of having a patron. It's the cynics view of having a viable plan to continue making art. And so it's really easy to call someone a sellout. It's also kind of a fear based thing about selling out like, oh, well, I don't want to sell out. and all that really means is I don't want to do something with my art that I wouldn't choose to do if I didn't get paid for it. But there's still a transaction that's happening. Yeah. And there's still survival that needs to happen. I, I work with clients every day <laughs> and I sell out every day <laughs> because it's my job to do that. Yeah. You're it's selling my job your to, essence. Right. <laughs> you and and essence. I'm I am. Uh. It's my job to be a liaison between the client who is not creatively inclined and myself, who is in creatively inclined, but not the client. Right. So yeah. I've got to find that middle ground. And that's a constant dance. It's a back and forth of trying to find out what's appropriate and uh, and also what is a, a good, healthy transaction. And that's hard when it's your art that you're putting out there and then someone else is paying for, they are going to have something to say about it. Yeah. And so with Green Day, it's likely that the people that were paying for Green Day's lifestyle and for Green Day's music had things to say about Green Day and had things to say about their sound and had things to say about their wardrobe and had just had things to say about them. And, um, and so to the outside, it looks like, oh, yeah, they sold out. They did it for the money. But at the same time, they're getting to do the thing that they love to do. And isn't that why you're doing the thing that you're doing right now?
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. And that's the thing. It is, it is totally subjective. And it's, it's like, you know, like there have been videos that I've, I've produced that have been uh, 90% Pete. Like, you could watch that video and be like, that is Pete Raber. Like, that, he put so much of himself in it. And there's some where you watch it, and then you might see little glimmers Mm -hmm. of of my, like, of my signature or my fingerprint on something. And then there's some videos that you would never know that I worked on (laughs) at all. And, And I think the thing is, every one of those videos I worked on, I got better. And every videos I worked on... I put food in a little little tiny person's mouth, which is success to me, right? Like so, part of the video was you putting food in a, in a little person's mouth? <laughs> yeah. That's really Dude, weird. that's a good idea for that's a video. Yeah, write that down. I'm writing it down. Scribble, scribble, scribble. <laughs> oh, man, I wish I had a notebook so I could make that. <laughs> nice. You love it. But, you, you know, the thing is it's like don't – if, if you want to be a musician, find a way to get paid to make music. Yeah. Because you're going to be a better musician by making that music. Mm-hmm. You may, And you might even find a way to... You, you know, when I first came to... Uh, 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 can I say the name? Yeah. I when I first it. came to Epifio... It's not like it's a secret company or it's something. It's a secret it's company. It's a secret society. When I first started working at Epifio, I was like so afraid that I was going to... like my My style was going to get lost... Mm. In, and it was going to become some corporate thing, and it was going to be out there. That I tried to start drawing differently, but and but the funny thing is that as I started drawing, I like got really good, and Epifio made me so good. And sorry, was, oh my gosh, was, I'm so good, so good. <laughs> it made me so much better that I actually right. that. The, epi- the style that I formed here actually became my style. So I was trying to, like, mix it up, hmm. and it wouldn't happen. It would not – it was actually – I became a better artist because of it. And I guarantee you, as long as you're not doing something that compromises your own moral, like, standing, you know, that that you are going to – you're going to benefit from it. Yeah. Financially and, and yeah, uh, creatively.
0: And I think that's that's where – so what you just said, as long as you're not doing something that would compromise your moral standing, right? Yeah. From the outside, people that like Pete's art style, if they see the art style change around the same time that you get a job somewhere, then they're going to just make the assumption that, oh, he's mm-hmm. sold out. Now he's doing this kind of art style because he's getting paid. He's fighting that thing inside of him, he's fighting those morals. Like, that's what happened with with Green Day. The devout fans right. were like, oh, they sold out. They they just did it for the money. Even though it may not have been a, a moral thing. Maybe it was. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. It wasn't knows? around. But I think that's where, like, the term selling out um, becomes a negative one is when the perception is that you've gone against your morals or your roots. But really... Don't you want to go beyond your roots like your your roots are just your roots. There's there's not a lot of fruit that can grow off the roots. You got to actually grow and do some things and and be taken care of um, and and flourish so that you can actually have some some, you know, if you want to take that metaphor. Yeah, places. it's But uh, I think be careful with um, be careful with the fear of selling out. Selling out might be the best thing for you. It might be the best thing for your art. As long as you're not doing the, the art that other people would have you do that fights against who you are and what you believe just for the money. Um, but please don't hear from us that money is bad. Money is not bad. And doing art for money is not bad. You have... A lot of different ways to figure out how to how to make that work
1: yeah and you know i'm trying to think of like what is like playing devil's advocate like what's the worst thing that could happen i i mean wayne's world <laughs> is a great example and if you haven't seen it you should go watch it It's probably on netflix but wayne's world is like a great example of like what when you do add dollars then you have people looking at it and all mm-hmm. these things and um the The danger of like putting something that's your own property or your own identity out there, um, if you start to put all of this like plasticky stuff around it, uh, and try to make try to make it sell on mass appeal, you could lose the heart of what it is. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm just like. No, Levi, everything we've just said was wrong because Wayne's world <laughs> is doctrine. But but no, I'm I'm just trying to think like, you know, on the other on the other end of the spectrum, you know, that you always have to try to preserve the heart of what makes something good, and that's something that you have to have a conversation about all the time. And it really falls along on, along the line of the brand, right? Hmm. What are our core values? What what makes this thing good? And, you know, you we've seen uh great properties go through the money like the money funnel and come out looking like a Transformer or a <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtle. You know? Yeah. And it it's not it's not to say that like there's no danger because I think there is. I think but mainly this whole conversation came out because a good friend of mine was telling me about how she was making music, um, she was starting to dabble in making music for commercials and for this and that, and she just like kind of jokingly talked about how like it's kind of like selling out, but it's like no, 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 that's awesome. Yeah, you know, like it's not wrong to want to use music to make money.
0: Yeah, you don't have to fight it. It's um, I I do feel like when an artist makes money, they feel like they're not being true to themselves because there's a transaction at place. And, and, and so the, you know, like the misconception is that it's not coming from their heart. It's, it's coming from the transaction itself. And that doesn't have to be true. Um, that's up to, that's up to you, the artist, you decide what, uh, what happens there. Now at the same time, you you don't want to jeopardize a contract that you signed. You don't want to jeopardize a relation, a business relationship, or a re- or a patron relationship. Um, and so you may have to make some concessions. You may have to change some of the ways that you do things. You know, your friend that's making music for commercials, she probably has to not just follow her heart and make whatever the heck music she wants, because no one would pay for that. Or Maybe not as many people would pay for that, even if it's the music that she wants to make. So you have to be logical, but don't be afraid of, of selling out. It actually might be the best thing for you. If nothing else, it could be good practice.
1: I wouldn't even call it selling out at that point. I would say get a job making stuff, m- making what you want to like. Get paid. Get paid to money, be money, creative. Money, money, money. That's step one.
0: Step two is probably on a future episode, or maybe it's on a past
1: episode. You should go listen to the patron episode, really. Yeah. Because really, the patron episode, uh, I think that's really where we hit the sweet spot of this is exactly what we need to look for. You can find that at creativecombat.blackfriday
0: or on iTunes or SoundCloud or anything else that has... Podcasts or searching for podcasts, just look for Creative Combat.
1: Check out all those episodes, and maybe, uh, maybe even come up with an idea for an episode that you want to do. That's a great idea. Maybe you could call us. Dang it! If you have have an idea for a for a topic, call
0: us. Our phone number is five one zero four combat. That's five one zero four two six six two two eight, and we'll uh, we'll heck we'll answer it on
1: the air probably. Pew pew pew. Like sellouts. We'll do a whole episode on it. Maybe. Maybe next week we will. Oh, gas. Bye. Bye. Jeez.